1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: He pioneered Jets blogging and podcasting. He brought smiles to the faces of Jets fans all over the world. He was there through the good and bad. And then, one day... He vanished. People far and wide wondered, Where has he gone? When will he return? Thankfully, the answer is... Now! The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back! Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett.
2: I'm back, the real me,
0: let's not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts chef travis milton today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella and josh conrad oh my brother testify on play like a jet digital
2: welcome back to there's always next year i'm your host brian bassett and you can follow me on twitter at brian underscore bassett with me as always are josh conrad who you can find on twitter at josh underscore conrad and Travis Milton, who's always cooking up something nice on Twitter at thirty seven board twenty seven. Gentlemen, it's been a couple days since the Jets' uh, primetime game, in which uh, I, I did see someone on Twitter ask the president to put a ban on Jets be playing primetime games. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what? How? When you think about that game from a couple days ago. How do you feel about our Jets, and how do you feel about them playing in primetime, uh, yeah. Travis?
0: I'm always scared in primetime. I mean, all, it seems like all of our worst moments happen in primetime. The butt fumble was primetime. I mean, the, the, mm-hmm. I've never seen the Jets show up in prime time. Right? It's been a long time. I mean, there, there was a time when they were day. good. It, this is not that time.
2: Josh, any, any, uh, any thoughts on primetime games in the jets
1: primetime? It it feels like when you're maybe, maybe this was, maybe this is only, only young Josh can, can, can vouch for this. But like when you were dating someone, maybe you shouldn't have been, or you're like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, and then you've got to bring, bring that person to like family dinner. And you're like, Oh crap. Everyone's going to meet her. Everyone's going to like, ask me questions afterward. Like it's that fear of please don't like, like, can you, can we just be like, like low key, like you, you're, you're dating a yeah. crazy person. And then you bring him to family dinner and everyone afterward is like, what what was up with that? Like that's, <sighs> I had so many texts last night from people like, wait, this jets team beat the Titans, this jets team beat the Bengals. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah no, like it was a different day and the defense was better. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's never good. It's never good when your team is in prime time, when they are the laughing stock, like the New York jets.
2: Uh, here, to, speaking of texts, uh, there were some good ones. You guys were you guys were on a roll. I was kind of out of pocket. Um, here, here's one I got from a friend who who is a Giants fan. I will say, um, he says, "I'm pretty sure Jet safety, Ashton Davis failed geometry. He doesn't quite grasp angles." Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, that was a good. That was a good. Uh, a good text. I got. I also got one from and Travis. You got the same one too. Um, from one Josh Conrad, uh, he said, okay, where, oh man, where is it? Oh yes. Here, here's his, here's the text. Good vibes era Sunday, October 31st through Thursday, November 4th, rest <laughs> in peace. So, uh, yeah, I, it, it was a rough game. Uh, you know, it's hard not to, not to feel the pain of, of that game, but, I mean, there were a couple good things. I do want to focus on them. I don't want to spend a lot of time because, you know, hey, we got other games. we got got a lot of schedule still ahead of us. Uh, But
1: we have to talk about Booth LaFleur. Booth Booth. LaFleur
2: is unleashed, guys. I mean,
1: Mike LaFleur, Booth, Six samper Tyrannus. Oh, my gosh.
2: What is – okay. So here's the question. Everybody's talking about Booth LaFleur. Is it Booth LaFleur or is it – Zach Wilson lists (laughs) LaFleur, or is it the combination of both things? Is this a Punnett square where we get both no Zach Wilson and Booth LaFleur for like the ultimate, you know, super scion move or whatever?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think Travis hit this last last week when we talked about Zach Wilson's struggles being that he's trying to go for home run plays. And this offense is really predicated on a lot of facilitating, getting the ball in the hands of, you know, every apparent under six foot wide receiver in the league now plays for us. Uh, but like getting the ball in space to a guy like a lot. Well, does not play for this team. I think he's like five two, but he does not play for this team. I, I guarantee in three years we're signing Cole Beasley like it's it's definitely gonna happen um but but like like the the play I mean even even what we saw to Mike White before he got hurt and then Josh Johnson really like really put it on display I know that I know the Colts were on a little bit of like gas off the or foot off the gas pedal most of the most of the game but um like it's about facilitating and so 10-yard passes turning into 17-yard plays pretty consistently when you just go through your reads quickly, get the ball out and let the guys do what they want to do instead of scrambling behind the line of scrimmage for four seconds. And then trying to throw the ball 40 yards. Like it's such a clear distinction between Mike white, Josh Johnson's grasp of this offense and where Zach Wilson is. So I think that it, it certainly to me is more about the quarterbacks than Booth LaFleur, but let's not underestimate the power of Mr. Booth up there because, because he's doing something
0: special from, from that vantage point. Travis, what do you think? I mean, it, it, it all boils down to the uh, amount of time that the quarterback's holding on the ball, um, and, and that goes into understanding the, you know, the concepts of the the offense um, and just being comfortable back there, uh, you know, for that. I think there's a full second difference between how long uh, Mike White and Josh Johnson were holding on to the ball to what uh, – you know, is Wilson Zach Wilson doing? On it, which is the longest in the NFL, like the longest time um, for any quarterback. Um, so I, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, when you look at like the way the offensive line is played. Um, and then again, I said this last week, getting the ball in hand and getting those yards after the carry. That's the biggest thing this offense is predicated on. Um, and, you know, these these screens that we're calling, you know, he's been calling. The plays he's calling are not, you know, outside of the trick plays, are not that different than what he's been calling with Zach Wilson in there. It's just the amount of time it takes for the quarterback to get the ball out of his hands.
2: Yeah, I mean, and obviously, you know, that's one of those, you know, rising tide that lifts all boats. If you can get the ball out of your hands quickly, you're not asking your offensive lineman to block as long. Therefore, you're less likely to take a hit. Now, obviously, you have to have faith in your uh, receiver's ability to get the ball out of their hands. And, and I don't know, this might be an adjustment from the Shanahan scheme because my, my understanding of the Shanahan scheme is you you always want to be throwing beyond the sticks, right? Like that's kind of one of the, the raison d'etre or whatever. You know, when when you're, okay, you're going to, you know, have a zone blocking scheme to run the ball to kind of, you know, move, move the line to the left or move the line to the right and then get your running back to line up and find that hole and boom, <laughs> off they go. Um, you know, that's the running game the passing game is set up so that you always want to be moving the ball past the sticks. And whether you're in second or eight and you're third or an eight, it really doesn't matter because the offense is set up for both of those situations. And you know what? I think that can work when you've got a guy who's a veteran quarterback, when you have a Jimmy Garoppolo, when you yeah. have, you know, a, a player who's been in the league a long time, that seems to work better. But yeah, when you have a young quarterback, it, it doesn't work as well. So they, they yeah they seem to be snapping into these I, I haven't looked up the a dot I should I'll, I'll do that while we're talking but you know the average depth of target for the jets is probably pretty low um, comparative to other teams and uh, that's okay like I think it's okay because it, it seems to be working when they're not right trying to put you know 40 yards you know they're not trying to herbert you know the ball down the field 40 50
0: yards um, well you know those intermediate passes those bubble screens and stuff like that kind of work as a an extension of the running game so i mean that is what is opening up the ability for these longer uh you know stretch the field kind of things and i think that's what lafleur has been trying to do and that's you know you bubble screen you've got to, you know bam balls out gone mm-hmm. um and and watching zach wilson fail on that you know a lot of the things that that he's failing under the things that predicate the things that he wants to be doing but he's just not it's it's like when a cook comes into my kitchen and wants to do like this insane molecular gastronomy dish, but they don't understand how to make a dressing that doesn't break. (laughs) Right, Great analogy. You've got, you've got to know how to emulsify something
2: first before you're right in, in, including foams and, um, yeah, before you start working with sodium citrate
0: and, and xanthan gum, like you, you, you can't do that unless you understand what predicates those things. Right. You got to, you got to ramp
1: before you can run. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I like it. I like it. So, <laughs> so yeah, ho-
1: hopefully
2: this is, you know, setting us up for success. I and mean, I do hope that Zach getting to watch some of this will pay off as we look to the future. One of the things that's clearly paying off for the jets is Elijah Moore. Josh, when you watched Elijah Moore play and kind of what he was doing in the game,
1: are we, are we this, getting a little bit stoked about this guy? How yeah. Feeling, I mean, this is what, this is what was promised, right? This is, this was why we were freaking out draft night going, Oh my gosh, that guy just fell in our laps this guy like the route running the crispness the speed like everything about that guy felt like he's going to be an instant winner. And then with Zach again, like I think some of Zach's um, growing pains and also maybe some of his stubbornness that makes him good, and they got to figure that out, like it, it, obviously, it, it obviously had Elijah Moore trending downward, but then you get two, you know, I know Mike White hasn't been around nearly as long as Josh Johnson, but two guys that have been around know, know how to run an offense um, at the professional level, um, have some more experience doing that, getting Elijah Moore the ball in space works like this this is one of those simple things like just play the hits like don't like just just get the ball to the guy um that's running the route on time in the right spot like I want to go back a little bit and watch some of the Zach Wilson games and see um you know is a was Elijah Moore like in like, was he running the routes as he should have been? Was he trying to have it? Was he, or was he having to break things off and then try to improvise with Zach? And that was obviously ramping down the targets um, and the catches that he was making. But Thursday night, my goodness, like he, he was, he was exactly what was promised. And so, I'm, um, I, man, I like stock, stock price way up. I'm hoping that all the, all the shares I have on, uh, on, on Elijah Moore Island are going to be, uh, mm. going to be trending upward. Real estate markets booming, boys.
2: <laughs> the market's booming. Uh, Zillow, Zillow's not buying. Zillow's not buying, but uh, but the real estate market is booming. Travis, uh, any thoughts? Any last thoughts on the game? I, what did you think about AVT? What did you think about the line play that we saw? Uh, um, I mean, game?
0: the the right side of the line was was just a, an utter utter dumpster fire shit show. <laughs> any other any other kind of freaking. <laughs> very travesty kind of adjective you can think of, but my God, I mean, I don't know how they didn't call get called for false starts. I mean, I think I texted both of you guys. I was like that whole side is just moving early all night. And they were still giving up pressures all over the place. Both Moses and uh, Van Roten um, total, total bed shitters. Uh, I really wish Denzel Mims would realize that his hands are on his arms, not in in the middle of his chest. Uh, Um, And Ashton Davis, you know, you're just, you're just, Making me feel good about you know you being a piece of crap. Safety next year. Yep, yep. God, God. With one of our two
2: first rounders, guys. No, 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 please, never. No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. (laughs) Maybe we need to convert some of those linebackers back into safeties that we converted over the summer. I don't know. I feel feel like we need some safeties, especially with the terrible news around Marcus May uh, Achilles injury. Uh, That's not great. He's probably out for. I mean, you know, Achilles injury is what Cam Akers had earlier in the summer, uh, you know, he's out the year, more than likely out the year, maybe he makes it back to the playoffs. Um, this is actually an interesting thing now, right? So the Jets, I don't know if they had offers for May and he had been injured leading into that, but one would think that any of the compensation that they hoped to get out of uh, you know, him moving into free agency and getting a big contract, if he's rehabbing off an Achilles tear, more than likely, whatever he was going to get Cut that number in half. So any compensatory picks the Jets were hoping for in 2023, probably pretty slim from, from Marcus May, which, you know, all right. So, so it goes. Um, all right. We're going to play a quick game here. We've got a couple games coming up. The Jets are currently two and six. They have uh, some uh, some heaters on the schedule ahead of them. Uh, so we're going to play a game. I, I call it bloodbath or massacre. All right. So is is this game going to be a bloodbath or is this game going to be a massacre? Alright, so so next game the Jets have November 14th, they play uh the mighty Buffalo Bills at home. Um or slaughter. What, what what do you think there? Or bloodbath or massacre? What, what do you think, Josh?
1: Oh that's that's got it's got bloodbath on it because The Jets played playoff teams pretty well, like Thursday night was, you know, the first half and then really midway through the third quarter. um, Everything after that was a little looked a little bit better with maybe some of the pressure off. But I don't think it's a full massacre. I don't think it's going to be close by any stretch, but I don't think we're losing by 20 points. Like, I think it's going to be a two score win for the for the Bills. So I'm going to go I'm going to go I'm going to go bloodbath but not massacre. Okay. all right. Okay. bloodbath it is. All right, Travis, any thoughts
0: on on the Buffalo game? Apocalyptic end. I mean, <laughs> I mean we're, giving, is, up, we're giving up five hundred yards a game on defense. And I mean <laughs> To the Colts. To the Colts. Yes. And I mean, we, we're we're giving up the, the most yards and and the the I think the the highest points of any defense in the NFL right now. Like there's well, there's no way we're getting out of there unless you know, uh, uh, without like everybody being dead in this scenario, like zombie apocalypse done, fade out with like a Jimi Hendrix song.
2: Play like a Jet. Play like a Jet. The next weekend, the Jets have another Sunday 1 p.m. game, uh, another home game. They get another home game
1: against the uh,
2: <laughs> very erratic Miami Dolphins. <laughs> That's the
1: nicest thing we've ever said about the Dolphins. Very yeah. erratic. The, uh, <laughs> bloodbath or this... massacre. Massacre on my eyeballs, massacre.
2: All <laughs> right, eyeball okay. massacre. I can see that, right? Uh, especially if uh, it, it really depends on if like good Tua or bad Tua shows up. Yeah, is going to show up to this game. Jet,
1: jets are going to win that game like 13 to 10. Like they're going to win that game, I think, but it's not going to be th- listen, they will not be called out on red zone. It's not going to happen. Oh, no, you're saying you're, they're not going to quad box the Jets? On, <laughs> at I 1%? think they they're going to get the what, what's the opposite of a quad box A zero box. That's what they're going to get a mono box.
2: box. Maybe a mono, a mono box. box. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the, maybe uh, you know, the other dimensional box, they just kind of throw them into another dimension and let them you know figure it's it out like, themselves.
1: I don't know if you guys watch drive to survive on Netflix. There's the, there's mm-hmm. the Red Bull racing F1 team. And then there's Toro Rosso. Like if there's an alternative for red zone, that's like, like Rosso zone. Like that's, that's <laughs> where the jets are going to be shown. Jets dolphins is going to be on the Rosso zone channel. Oh man! Uh, okay, uh, Travis, bloodbath
2: or massacre against the Miami Dolphins? I, I like I, the eyes. That was good, Judge. They're good.
0: I, I, I see this game as like playing cards with my brother's kids. I mean, this is going to be just like a, <laughs> an, an inept race to mediocrity. I think it's, it's if, if it's a bloodbath, it's one of those baths that you take on a plane just to like wipe just the, the, the sweat off. A horse your face. bath. No I, horse know. bath. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we bath. don't have time yes, now, 100%. but. We
1: need the story of why you just reference playing cards with your brother's kids because I'm sure that's a
0: great story. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually a quote from a movie that I've I've, I've adored like my whole life. It's from uh, it's from Tombstone. It's a Billy Bob Thornton line. And, uh,
1: oh, you're right. I was wondering. Yep, if, you're great. right. They're playing like, with, like playing the, cards with my
0: sister's kids. <laughs> it's it's just always it's always resonated with me. And every time like I'm at the restaurant and everybody's screwing up, I just. Or they don't know what's going on. It's turned around. I'm like, I just I feel like I'm playing cards with my brother's kids, and everybody's just like, your brother doesn't have kids. I'm like, it's just a phrase. Shut up. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah,
2: it's um that is that Billy Bob Thornton. It wasn't even a cameo because he wasn't even anybody anybody knew at that point. That was like pre Sling Blade. That was pre everything. Yeah, so, yeah, but that was, that role—I mean, his role as that guy in Tombstone is uh, like under so underrated because it's so good, such a good role. Oh, love that. Um, uh, okay, so next one we'll, we'll go. We'll go what? We'll, so that was the, that was the pre-Thanksgiving game. This is going to be the post-Thanksgiving uh, November twenty-eighth game. They are flying to Houston, Texas, the land of. Chemical explosions and swamps for uh, and trash can
1: and, cheating baseball teams.
2: Yeah, and trash can shout cheating baseball teams. Yeah, shout out Braves. Um, The uh, okay, the so this is Houston at Houston, one p.m. game on November twenty eighth. Bloodbath or massacre? Josh, what do you
1: say? Yeah. So post Thanksgiving, about three years ago, I started convincing my family to make Thanksgiving a um smoked barbecue based meal instead of kind of like straight up turkey white potatoes and like we we do a lot of a lot of ribs a lot of brisket um some pork usually it's going to be a massacre on my butthole by sunday afternoon like it's not going to be pretty uh in this game is going to be just about the equivalent i think we lose to the texans i don't think the texans with tarod taylor are all that bad um i think i think the texans beat us it's going to be a ma- it's gonna be a massacre. Uh, but it's 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 going to be the the combo of uh, my intestines and my eyeballs. So a double a double massacre, I think. Double uh, Sunday, massacre Sunday after Thanksgiving.
2: Screaming one eighties. All right,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, Travis, what do you think? Blood bathroom. massacre? I uh, I think this is going to be a massacre, but it's going to be on our part. This is going to be another one of those games where we beat the ever. Like, we're I, I think we're going to beat the Everland crap out of them. Mm, and wow. we're all going to have hope like going into the last few games of the season like oh my god but like we've seen it and then the it, just like every time the very next week we're going to go into the game just like man that was amazing like I, yeah it was the Texans sure but they had Tara Taylor and they had this and we're just going to completely stay on the plane and not even get on the field like the defensive line did against the Colts and cool. uh we're going to be right back into this this roller coaster of of ups and downs, hope, no hope, crazy terribleness.
2: I mean, do we talk about the fact that Quentin Nelson, like he was on the field, right? Quentin Nelson was on the field. Can we, can we? I think so. I think he played. I think he played. I think that's, you know, I mean, it's only one of the best linemen in the game. So like, you know, let's, you know, let's, uh, as as Brene Brown would tell us, give ourselves a permission slip, like give ourselves a permission slip to not have had our best defensive line game. Against, against I don't team. know. I don't know about
1: that. They have no show. Yeah, I can't right. I can't were, go that friends. way.
0: All right. And were right. you from like Quentin Wilson, Quentin Williams or like my, 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 who's Quentin Nelson? Isn't he the guard for the. Yeah, for the Colts. I, mean, I thought he was. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, an all yeah, pro yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. Reminder, 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 yeah. Reminder.
1: But yeah, listen, not one. Remember, did, did, we have one time. did one defensive lineman move past the line of scrimmage all game? I don't think they did. Sorry. Back to our game. Yeah, he wears
2: number 56. He was in the game last night. Yeah, he was definitely in the game last night.
1: He Lawrence-Taylor does.
2: Yeah, 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 man. Dude, dude. Uh, Yeah, I was watching the game. I'm like, damn, who's that linebacker? Who's that linebacker playing on the offensive line? And then I was like, oh, (laughs) oh, oh, that's Quentin Nelson. Okay, cool. Oh, that's Quentin Nelson. Oh, my, Okay. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm fair. That's fair. It's fair. All right. Uh, Davis mills <laughs> is having one of the most erratic quarterback seasons, uh, for, for the, the rookie quarterback from Stanford for Houston. He's, he's been playing in, in, um, support of Tyrod Taylor and his inability or ability to play. Um, I have a pop quiz for you guys who is playing, who is playing the most efficient quarterback, according to football outsiders, as of, uh, you know, the weekend. So kind of going into, going into this past weekend, right. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you five rookie quarterbacks. You tell me, um, no, who, well, I'm going to give you four. I'm going to give you four. Tell me who is the most efficient of these four. Uh, Justin Fields,
1: Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson for Davis Mills. Oh, I, I was assuming that the fourth one was going to be Mac Jones. Oh, so it's not Mac Jones. That's kind yeah, of. Yeah, no, he's me. way up. Like
2: he's like, he's is, like, the, these are the peons. These are the hanger ons No, Mac Jones oh, is playing great. These football.
1: are the also rands. These are the, yeah, these are the also rands. These are the, like, the, you're almost, you're maybe a bit better than a replacement. They're, they're the curve. band playing the weekend at the same venue before the weekend before Lollapalooza. That's what we're correct. That's correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're playing the airfield the weekend before. Is, week it, is it Davis They're, Mills? Or is that what you're gonna tell us? It's Davis Mills. Uh, Davis I was Mills guess. is the most efficient quarterback of those guys,
2: of Trevor Lawrence, of Zach Wilson, and of Justin Fields. So uh, so I'm just saying, like better watch out for Davis Mills. I don't know. Like he's he's like he's like Jekyll and Hyde though, that guy, man. Yeah, but so, they're not yeah, play I, him. Think it's, I mean
1: Terod Taylor's back. I think I think it's Terod Taylor's season from now on, unless something crazy happens, but I don't he I always don't know. gets injured. He always gets injured.
2: So that's true. Anyway, well,
1: all right. Um it's it's going to be
2: an interesting month ahead. I mean, I I certainly the good times vibe, the Mike White vibe, the you know, Woody Johnson, you know. <laughs> getting really excited about color combinations, you know, it was, it was a really great three and a half days. It was wonderful to have experienced that, but you know, you guys were always going to have October 31st through November, November 4th, uh, Prior to eight PM uh, Eastern uh, of November,
1: 4th. I, I know Brian. I know you retweeted it once. Woody Johnson is on Twitter, um, tweeting about the the uniforms that we're going with. It's like it's like when the Colts let Jim Irsay decide if the roof is is open or closed. Like it's it's Jerry Seinfeld. It's it's Jerry telling George, "I need you to go flush my toilet while I'm away and exercise the right. gaskets."
0: Uh, that's right. Like
1: that's 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 where right. I felt confident. And then when it came out that they're wearing white shirts and black pants. Um, looking like Mormon showing up, um, at everybody's doorstep. I felt like I felt like listen, I'm out. Like, I, I went and hammered every every bet I could on the bills over, um, on the bills minus 10 and a half. I knew it was over. Oh, once, the Colts once, you, once the we cults, ran those jerseys out.
2: Oh, yeah, the Colts, yeah, yeah. The cults. They need they, sure. that that jersey, that white jersey, it does need like a black vertical stripe, like right down the center where a tie would be. That would be pretty, pretty dope. would be pretty dope. Be pretty dope. Um, uh, all right. And then, and then you oh, dude! And then you get Zach Wilson riding uh, a stationary bike on the sidelines. Yes. Uh, maybe the he did it
0: because Zach Wilson is a Mormon. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe the Provo.
1: the Provo tuxedo right. is what they wore. We're gonna go from here,
2: Scott. We really hope you're having some amazing um, hard greens Scott. and get to the bar. Uh, yeah, get to the bar. Some hot chicken. Hope you're. Hope you're having a great time. Uh that's it for us. We'll be back after The Bill's Bloodbath or Massacre. It's yet to be decided. We'll we'll find out. Um everybody hope you have a great week. Make sure you rate and review the show and the podcast. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.